Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to my Friday Five, my weekly dip into the world of well-being and sharing a few personal insights into my own wellness world along the way too. And this week, I was struck by the latest brilliant report published by Dr. Zoe Harkham, who has been a guest expert here on my podcast a couple of times, actually before now, talking all things public health and nutrition. And I really do love her unbiased, evidence-based takedown reviews of some of the more skewed data when it comes to the food industry and healthcare. And I'm going to be taking a closer look at this with her in just a moment. But first, to a message I received from a friend of mine only yesterday regarding the ongoing saga of the ineffectiveness of one of the forms of prescription estrogen gel, an absolutely vital and fundamental component of so many midlife women's HRT healthcare regimes, and one that's been linked to saving many, many lives by reversing crippling anxiety that can lead to female suicides, reduce deaths by cutting osteoporosis risk, cut heart disease risk in half, the leading killer for all women, reduce colon cancer risk by one third, etc., etc. You know it all by now, at least I hope you do if you're a regular here. And also of my continual battle to have the safety and the benefits of body identical replacement hormones so much more widely accepted and understood. Anyway, this is the message that I received from a friend of mine called Claire. She writes to say, Hi Liz, I just wanted to say that I have listened to your podcasts on my Spotify throughout the pandemic, always whilst walking. It was such a stressful time at the beginning that my HRT stopped working for me as my body made so much cortisol. So I changed to the estrogel. And after six months on, I found that I wasn't really much better. And so I moved to the patches. Literally within 12 hours, I was a different person. I discovered I'd actually been on estradose gel. And I discovered this after listening to a podcast of yours this week and removing the sticker of my bottle. 
During the beginning of lockdown, I also hurt my back, which I often do when my hormone levels are wrong, and I started to have panic attacks. I found walking, listening to your soothing, calming and intelligent voice, thank you very much, gave me confidence to keep going. Thank you so much. I can't wait to wrap my arms around you and give you a great big kiss with love from Claire, your greatest fan. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Claire, thank you, my darling. Thank you. I haven't spoken to you for a long, long time. And so to receive that message out of the blue was actually one of mixed emotions. I was firstly, A, delighted to hear from you and to get your love. Thank you. Uh, Secondly, very pleased to hear that you are now feeling good and well. Uh, And lastly, outraged, outraged that you had six months of feeling so awful, panic attacks, joints that are hurting, being super stressed, presumably not sleeping, all the other things, when you thought that you were just rubbing on normal estrogen gel that would help you. And in fact, you had been rubbing on estradose, which, as we know, has been widely reported to the MHRA as not working properly for so many women suffering from symptoms. And Besson's Healthcare, who make it, they also know this. Well, this will be an all-too-familiar story, of course, for those following the saga of the oestrogen gel. Now, many of us know of oestrogel. It's a commonly prescribed pump of body-identical, regulated, safe, effective oestrogen gel. And it's made by Besson's Healthcare. And the oestrogel is opposed to the cheaper parallel import, which is called oestradose. Now, confusingly, they are packaged in the same packaging, very similar. And they're also made by Besson's Healthcare. And Unfortunately, Estradose, we're not quite sure what happens because it's made by the same company, it's made in the same factory, but something happens, whether it's during transportation or storage or what, we just don't know. We're trying to get to the bottom of it. But it has been the subject of literally hundreds of proper yellow card reports to the MHRA, which is the Medical Products Licensing Agency here in the UK. And personally, I think it's a genuine outrage that oestradose is still being dispensed despite the known problems. Do the health authorities simply not care that these life-limiting and often extremely debilitating symptoms go unhelped by so many who are using oestradose? Well, if you think that you may be affected, do check your bottle. If it says oestrogel, please make sure it is oestradel. You sometimes have to peel back the label. Yes, you have to be that forensic. Peel back the label just as Claire did because sometimes it's been over-labeled and it will say oestradose underneath. Now, my own oestrogel stopped working last summer and my sleep suffered, seriously. I assumed that it was the stresses of getting divorced and lockdowns and all of that that was causing it until I peeled back the label. And I managed to get myself then back onto the proper stuff and immediately my sleep returned. So do please check. You will find more information on this on the lizardwellbeing.com website. Now, technically, this is a point of spelling and grammar. Okay, so technically, estrogel and estradose are spelt with an O-E in the front. Okay, it's oestrogel, oestradose, because that's the technical way that oestrogen is written clinically. But it's becoming more and more common to see it simply spelt with an E, as it sounds, 
estrogel, estradose. So this week I have gone onto our website and I have changed the spelling. Deliberately, I've changed it to estrogel and estradose with an E because many of you who've contacted me over this have said that they've been unable to find it on the website. So I've deliberately done this to be helpful. Hopefully it will make it easier to find. Just look up estrogen, estrogel, estradose, whichever. Do please take a look if you think this might be affecting you. Please share widely with your female friends who you know are on HRT. And please let me know how you get on. I will share, of course, the best ways to contact me at the end of this podcast. And for anybody that has been affected, like Claire, the most important thing, obviously, after you've got your proper stuff, is to report it. The Yellow Card Reporting app, you can download it. It's a free app. It's produced by the MHRA. Really important. You just put your symptoms in, you put the batch numbers, and hopefully, hopefully, something will happen. As a medic said to me only recently, if this was a problem with Viagra, there would have been an immediate clearing of the shelves. What is it about women's health care? Anyway, rant over. Now, I mentioned earlier on Zoe Harkham and her brilliant data analysing when it comes to drilling deep down into the scientific facts and the evidence when it comes to the food industry, food policy and public health. Well, her latest report came out this week. It's called A Review of the National Food Strategy, The Plan. You may have heard of it. The Plan, so-called, is a complete review of England's food system from farm to fork. And it was commissioned by the then British Prime Minister, Theresa May, back in 2019. And it's had a lot of media coverage this last week or so, especially about the so-called junk food tax and net zero goals. All highly laudable, one would think. So what is the bottom line? Will it help or could it hinder? Well, here to discuss just this after a lengthy and forensic analysis of the detail is Dr. Zoe Harkham, statistical super sleuth and ace nutritional reporter extraordinaire. So Zoe, such a warm welcome back. I always love reading your reports. And if I could just start um, by just really introducing a few lines from the summary, because you say here, you know, there are some good things about the report. It was well researched. It was beautifully written. Um, that's kind of killing with kindness, isn't it, really? <laughs> uh, and then you say, um, we do need to protect UK food production against imports with unequal food standards. But we need to eat food for essential nutrients that it provides. And the report did not even mention this, let alone deliver a way to achieve it. It's more important to achieve a made-up, self-imposed, regional, brackets, net zero target, which may worsen that target worldwide than it is to eat what is naturally provided. We are doomed. I mean, that, that's quite, um, quite a bold statement, we are doomed. How did you find researching this particular report? Oh, gosh. I mean, it, it, it was very interesting because I, I was alert to this when it was first commissioned by Theresa May, the then Prime Minister. So this was back in the summer of 2019. I was very encouraged that it was Henry Dimbleby leading it. Henry was one of the co-founders of Leon Restaurants. I'd actually spoken with Henry at an event that was attended by Joel Salatan. Um, when we were actually trying to talk to Dame Sally Davis, as she was then as the England uh, chief medical officer. Um, so I had high hopes and I submitted my submission, which was basically you've got to start from what a human beings need to eat. So, um, and, yes, and Joel Saladin, obviously being a regenerative farmer. 
Oh, absolutely. And, and we were at a particular breakfast that had been arranged by Patrick Holford. Um, Patrick Holden, Holden, sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Holden of the Sustainable Food Trust. So I mean, Indeed. it had all the right ingredients. Um, and my submission, we were all only allowed a thousand words. My submission was basically, um, OK, that we need to eat for, for a particular reason. And we need to eat because there are certain things that we need to get from our diet. And if we don't, we're in big trouble um, and we might even die. Uh, there are many conditions related to all the nutrients. And if you get deficiencies, if it's only dry skin or dry eyes or something, you're lucky. You know, it can be blindness. It can be nerve damage. It can be all sorts of things. Mm. Um, so that would be my starting point. What do we need to eat? And of course, you and I know what that is. It's essential fatty acids. It's complete protein. It's vitamins and minerals. And it's vitamins, particularly in the right form, although minerals also come in the right form so it's retinol it's not carotene um, it's b12 which can only be found in animal foods it's heme iron which is much more absorbable which is the one found in red meat and seafood not just the stuff that's that's found in spinach and the report just didn't get into that aspect of food that, that is astonishing for the national food strategy <laughs> yeah and it, it 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 did try to it had sort of goals so it tried to it had some good things. So it tried to say, OK, we've got this real obesity problem. And I think the fact that as the report was being written, COVID hit and then it was uh, a COVID impacted report because they couldn't get out and do the face to face interviews and, and panels that they'd hoped to. Um, COVID had an impact on all of this. Mm. Um, and the number one um, strategic objective was to escape the junk food cycle. Mm -hmm. But then the words were added to protect the NHS. And of course, that's a term that's that's only come up in relation to COVID. Um, so I was pleased that, OK, they've recognised the main problem food is junk food. It's not red meat, um, mm. which often people go after. And you've recognised the major problem that we have a, um, you know, an incredible obesity problem in the um, in the UK, yes. which is really, really not helping. So they shared a statistic. The UK is now the third fattest country in the G7 with is almost three really? in 10. Yeah, th three in 10 of our adult population obese. So that was one of their stats. Whoa. Um, they wanted to reduce diet related inequality. So we know that some people are eating raspberries and avocados and quinoa and some people are eating confectionery bars and having a can of coke on the way to school so mm. you know it had some laudable aims but to not get into the real basics of what is food and why do we need to eat it yes and it seemed that net zero which um I won't get into the whole, you know, climate debate. Some people think there isn't a debate. The science is settled. I think that science is never settled. But just the idea that we're trying to say that there will be no carbon emissions from the UK by 2020. Um, and the report noted, well, there's actually an easy way of doing that, which is just you do nothing in the country. You just import everything. Because we <laughs> because don't. Then, and then, then there's no emission. Exactly. <laughs> and, and it's somewhere saying, else. Exactly. And they said, oh, well, clearly that would be absurd. It's That's like, yes, the point. but we're doing absurd already. You know, we have actually done that with manufacturing. We have largely <sighs> outsourced manufacturing of everything. So anything even you buy, thought about it like that, Zoe, that is just crazy. It is, isn't it? You know, if you get a phone, it comes from China. If you get a clothes peg, it comes from China. If you get a, yeah. I don't know, a neck to cover your cheese out on the picnic, it comes from China. Yeah. Um, and all of that used to be produced in the UK 
And if you care about carbon emissions, it would be produced with fewer emissions and in mm. a much healthier and safer environment. Um, you know, our health and safety is much better for workers. Mm. But no, 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 we set this arbitrary target. We will hit net zero. Um, and it's as if we now want to do that with the food supply. So this report came up with utter madness, such as, um, oh, actually, guys, you love this grass-fed beef kind of thing. But if we compare grass-fed beef to U.S. feedlots, wait for it, hmm, the feedlots are actually less carbon intensive. They create fewer emissions. And I'm like, no, I can't be reading this. But that's surely wrong. Yeah. And then you've got to say, well, if that is what comes out against the target, then you need to abandon your target. And if you've written a national food strategy largely based on the premise that we need to hit this fictitious target for one country of net zero by 2050, then you need to start again because that is insane. You're starting but from the wrong starting point, basically. Totally. And, 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 and a report is only ever as good as its assumptions or only ever as good as the parameters that it sets itself. So, I mean, it actually said things such as, um, you know, the, the, the cage chickens... Um, because they, you can grow them quicker. Um, oh, here it was. The more intensively you rear some animals, the more carbon efficient they tend to be. <gasps> so intensively farmed chicken is claimed to have a lower carbon footprint than free-range chicken because the birds gain weight more quickly and fewer die before they're ready to be slaughtered. Oh, my goodness. that That is really quite chilling to read, isn't it? When we know that intensively reared chicken, for example has routine use of antibiotics which yes. i know the soil association are campaigning to get out there's massive welfare issues yes the quality of the meat is 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 very different yeah and and to say that it all actually should be based around this sort of net zero target which as you say you, you can achieve by just producing everything abroad and say well the UK has got net zero well why is that because we don't actually produce anything <laughs> which is where we had I mean we wait the, you know the chickens was bad enough the same argument was applied to the the emissions from US cattle versus um sorry UK cattle versus the US feedlot systems mm. they said feeding cows on grain which has more calories than grass and giving them growth hormones means they gain weight more quickly go to the slaughterhouse younger and therefore have less opportunity to emit methane than cows on pasture no but we also know with the whole methane cycle that the methane is captured back in the soil it's they're exactly. sequesting carbon it's carbon capture so where did people like joel salatin and the sustainable food trust i mean what happened to all their input into this report what happened to it because clearly it wasn't taken into account well i saw i mean one of the things that that henry dimbleby did really well he had a lot of people involved in the report and he obviously got a quote from a lot of them so if you go to the nationalfoodstrategy.org website, you'll see quotes from the Soil Association, mm -hmm. um, which surprised me because exactly as you've just intimated, they should not be OK with this because mm. this is destruction of topsoil big time. Um, but everyone from Jamie Oliver to, I don't know, Susan Jeb or whatever, um, all on board. And so then the idea is, oh, look, all of these famous people uh, are now on board. So, dear government, this is now over to you. We've made the recommendations. You've got to implement them, um, and 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 that's just part of it. I mean, there ended up being fourteen recommendations. The one that grabbed the headline you probably saw in the media, the junk food tax, mm -hmm. um, that was reported by most UK newspapers last well, that's week. That's surely a good thing, isn't it? Would you say? 
Well, do you know what? I mean, I I argued in my um my, my obesity book from, from 2009, I argued for a hefty sugar tax. Mm. I said, if you're going to do this, just go massive. So make a, a bag of Haribo cost £20. <laughs> my goodness, you um, would no, not seriously. be popular with my youngest. I can't bear it when he goes in, <laughs> you know, to, to a shop and, you know, comes out with a bag of Haribo or whatever. That this, and I just say to him, do you realise that you are just eating a bag of sugar and yeah. food colouring? That yeah. is it. You know, I'd yeah. rather actually he goes in and, and buys a bar of chocolate plain bar of chocolate because at least he's getting some you know some calcium and some yeah. dairy and you know not too much sugar perhaps if it's darker but no no that's what he's attracted to yeah and I thought okay if you, if you really want to do something about obesity and you realize that it is junk food which I would have agreed with at the time mm. um, then do something that's trying to change behavior mm. don't do something that's trying to raise taxes and this was saying oh we think this would fund about three billion in taxes and then we could give fruit and vegetables to um, people with lower incomes it's like okay so you don't want them eating sugar in confectionery but you want them eating sugar in fruit you know to the body the glucose and the fructose is is essentially the same um, one comes with other things yes but really not quite as much as you would think so we do um, get fiber in fruit so that that has to be a good thing for our, our gut microbes to to enjoy digesting well, this is what I thought was quite funny as well, because you know the report was saying we need to eat more fruit, more fibre, less meat. Um, mm. it, it was fairly predictable in that respect. It's like, OK, so if you're trying to get to net zero, then help me understand how fibre is of any value whatsoever, because we don't even digest it. So, you know, you literally want these calories going through us because you want people feeling fuller, but actually not having the calories because we've got this obesity epidemic. Um, and yet fiber is surely a complete waste of whatever net zero resources you're trying to save. So it just. Well, and, and it's also, you know, conventional agriculture, you know, growing crops is yes. incredibly intensive in yes. terms of fossil fuels with the machinery and the pesticide use on the land. And as you say, the erosion of the topsoil, etc. It's not it's not something it might sound very natural to be growing plants in the soil, but it comes at, at a massive cost as well. Yeah, and and back to the sort of, you know, the, the tax. Yes, I've argued for it in the past. Would I argue for it now? And I actually said in my note this week, do you know, guys, I can't. I have actually changed my view on this because mm. what has happened over the last 16 months when a so-called libertarian government has turned into the most extraordinary nanny state dictatorship I've ever seen in my life, mm. um, you know, when my government is telling me I can't go and have a drink unless I have a scotch egg with it, um, <laughs> you know, oh, is the Scotch egg a substantial meal? No, seriously, we are not having this debate. I'm sorry, but I then can't trust the government on on taxation, fiscal interventions into the food supply. It's like, guys, I've gone libertarian, full on libertarian. You need to get the heck out of my life and everyone else's life. And you need to start treating us as grown ups. And I don't know, maybe um, give people different kind of help to... Mm. We know, we all agree. What I do agree is they were right to say that obesity is is one of our big problems mm -hmm. and junk food yeah. is is the cause. They were I think right we to all, say we can all agree on that. Yep. They were. And then then we're into okay, we agree on that. What do we do about it? Mm -hmm. Um now one of the other things that this report didn't challenge is all of our fundamental beliefs on starch is good, fat is bad, mm. and plants are good and animals are bad. And um, all of that stuff. So the eat well uh, in inverted commas guy didn't get challenged. Really? Um, you know, we need to eat and learn at school. We need to um, do the right things and teach 
children how to cook. Yes. Well, I know what happens when that cookery teaching is based on the eat badly plate, as I call it. Because um, my stepson learned to cook spaghetti and pizza and pasta and pies and pastry. He, he didn't learn how to um, fillet a fish or cook a joint. Right. Um, or just, just make a simple omelette or something ah, like that. Please, yeah. Or, or yeah. you know, really tasty salad or 10 yeah. ways to use up the vegetables that arrive in the box each week and why buying from a box is important. None of that. Really, that is an um, absolute missed opportunity, isn't it? I, I mean, know. it is. I, mean, I, I see it with, with younger kids at home when they'll come back, there'll be a cookery class and it is basically a fairy cake or a brownie. <laughs> that is it It, it's never anything savory or you know we made this amazing soup out of tomatoes and it tastes great you know that's that's potentially what you know could be more helpful couldn't it for skills going forward yeah or or any connection between what they've made or eaten and and any nutrients in it Mm. so we made this soup and we added um you know we added bone broth or whatever yeah. Um, and that's actually getting more of the minerals out of, mm. um, you know, bits that we would normally just throw away. Hey, what a great lesson. Yes. Um, yeah, what a great lesson in food waste as well, which is obviously such a big issue. Totally. And that was one of the other interesting things. Again, I can't remember if I can find the stat, but there was something there on, um, where were the, oh yeah, the factoid gems. Over a quarter of all the food grown in the UK is never eaten. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Um, that, that's I mean, quite adds, significant. Oh, it's huge. You know, you want to solve a land problem or a net zero problem or an emissions problem, whatever, just start with waste. Yes. You want to solve obesity, start with what you're telling people to eat because starch is really not helping. Mm-hmm. 
and telling people to eat pasta rather than fish and and, and green beans is just not helping yeah. Um, yeah and not focusing on nutrients is just not helping so um Oh, I mean, it's, read it, guys. Read it, and or skim read it. Anyway. Yes. So, where 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 do people go if they want to read the National Food Strategy as a document? Where where's the best place to find it? Yeah, um, nationalfoodstrategy.org. Oh, you easy. can download the whole plan. You can see the recommendations. They've done a nice little box out. Here are the fourteen recommendations. Um, and then I, I'd recommend going into the detail of the report because you might just see junk food tax, and you might not get the nuances of what they were actually talking about and trying to do um but overall i mean it, just such a missed opportunity mm. to make a, a real difference at a time when we really need to because we know that the people in in hospital at the moment still having a bad outcome from covid um you know we're hearing from people in icus on the ground they they have obesity um and 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 we that is absolutely something we have to have to address that and have to help as many people as we can. Yeah. Zoe, how how do we get your amazing reports? I have to say, I so look forward to them coming into my inbox. You're always very challenging with what you say, <laughs> but very much evidence based and data driven. Uh, and I do trust your reviews. So how do we get hold of them? Oh, thank you. So it's zoeharkham.com. Um, there are a few, uh, yeah, quite a few, I think, on Open View, mm-hmm. um, and then it's it's my uh, my income model. So if um, if you want the ones that aren't on Open View, I think it's a pound a week or something, or even better yeah. if you subscribe for the year. So it's uh, it's not too um, too breaky the bank, hopefully. It's it's super good value, and I know you work incredibly hard to get that information out, and it's it's always really good to share. Thank you so much for joining oh, us thank today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. No doubt and there'll again. be another hot topic next time. So thank. Yes. Thank you. Take Pleasure. And you. Well, always thought provoking, as I say. And do go and look her up online. You will find her at zoeharkham.com. And now for a bit of summer schedule news. And I shall be taking a break from some of my social media channels during August. No need to panic, though. I shall still be continuing with my Friday Fives for sure bringing you another chance to hear some of the highlights of recent years with some topical updates along the way. So there will still be plenty to listen to, not to mention, of course, the 250 plus back episodes of my longer form Lizard Wellbeing show on topics as diverse as menopause to the microbiome via vaginal atrophy, top techniques for tackling anxiety, the cholesterol conundrum, how to really save the planet with regenerative farming, and why you'll always find kefir in my fridge and much, much more. So lots to get stuck into if you would like to load up on your downloads while traveling or enjoying a bit of time off in the months ahead. I should just say, for those listening, I am recording this in my studios right now and there is a thunderstorm going on. So please excuse the rain pouring down on the roof and the odd crack of thunder, which I just heard. But I digress. I really wanted to tell you that I shall be pausing my regular Instagram and Facebook lives for a few weeks while I head off with three of my five children for a bit of a break. Um, The other two aren't excluded, by the way. I wouldn't be that cruel. Uh, One is living in Kenya on the red list. 
deep sigh. And the other is busy doing her own thing with her cell return, LED face mask and more beauty tech company. That is, of course, Lily Earl, in case you hadn't gathered. But the good news is that I shall be uploading new videos and vlogs onto the Lizard Wellbeing YouTube channel. So I hope that you will enjoy a few moments looking at these and no doubt... I shan't be able to resist the urge to share some hopefully delightful holiday moments on my own personal Instagram too, which is at Liz Earl Me, in case you'd like to follow. So next week, I am hopefully set to fly to my family home in the heart of Italy, which we haven't been able to visit for far too long now, to catch up with some other members of the family and check out what is going on over there, as well as enjoy some of the famously healthy Mediterranean diet food and most likely the odd glass of vino too, perhaps even Negroni now and then. Who knows? Might get lucky. Who else loves a Negroni? I have to say it's probably my most favourite classic Italian cocktail. bit strong, mine, because it's made without mixers, just equal measures of gin, red vermouth and Campari served over tons of ice or one of those stylishly large iceberg-sized ice cubes garnished maybe with a delicious slice of fresh orange on the side. Uh, no, I don't think that counts as part of our five a day. Although, of course, if you've listened to a previous episode of my Friday Five with Dr. Zoe Harkham, you will know that there is no such thing as five a day in terms of evidence-based nutritional science. But that is a whole other story, and we won't get into that again here. But do search it up if you'd like to listen, though. It's another thought-provoking take on how to correctly interpret data, or, in other words, how data can be spun to suit a commercial agenda. Well, one of the downloads that I shall be taking away with me is something that I mentioned here on last week's Friday Five, and that is The Pathway to Peace of Mind by the brilliant motivational speaker and international best-selling author, Robin Seeger. I do hope you caught that episode as we not only had a really interesting chat, but he also very generously offered us all a free download to this great course in how to better cope with anxiety and develop some simple life skills that can be so very helpful when it comes to navigating our way through the maze, whatever our age or stage in life. Well, if you haven't taken a look, do check it out. It is just five simple steps with five minutes a day for each one. And it is offered completely and entirely free, no strings attached. And there really aren't that many offers that you can genuinely say about that these days. You will find it at pathwaytopeaceofmind.com. And thank you, Robin. And I have to say, I am so looking forward to taking a bit of a break. Those of you who read my regular back of the magazine personal column or who tune in perhaps to my Instagram lives will know that it hasn't exactly been the easiest of years for my family and me. Getting divorced during lockdown is not something I would recommend, nor is packing up and moving the family home either. But then well, life doesn't always turn out the way we hope or think it might, does it? So this week has seen me surrounded by packing boxes and dust sheets as I've packed up so much of my life and memories from my former farmhouse home. 
the place I always thought would be my forever home, if I'm honest, and head off to pastures new, still deep down in the beautiful West Country, thankfully, and a really lovely new home. So I feel very fortunate, all things considered, and I'm definitely feeling positive and very much supported by so many kind words and comments received. So I would like to take a moment to say a sincere thank you very much for these. And I thought I would take the next few weeks as a bit of personal downtime, you know, a chance to recalibrate and recover from a slight amount of overexhaustion, both physical and emotional, so I can return fully refreshed and restored and raring to go come September. And as I say, I am recording some new episodes for my Friday Five to keep you company in the coming weeks, so I shan't be disappearing completely, just being perhaps a little quieter on the general social media and TV front. But I'm really looking forward to a new chapter in my life and also to sharing some of it here too, as I know that many of you, like me, are also facing life changes and looking for ways to make life healthier, happier, more positive and more fulfilling. And these are just a few of the common goals that my team and I here at Lizelle Wellbeing do truly share. Well, speaking of sharing, a few comments before I go that have come into the Wellbeing Studios this last week. Thank you very much for these. Uh, this is from Lisa on Instagram, who says, just want to say, I'm loving all Lizelle Wellbeing and all the information and great guests you have on. I bought strong nutrients after seeing Zana last week. Now, that's Zana Morris, of course, the amazing fitness instructor. Strong nutrients being really remarkable amino acids like creatine and the amino slim brilliant things that I do highly rate. Go and check them out on my Instagram if you are late to the party on that one. Uh, Lisa says, I've just subscribed to the magazine too. You've helped me through a difficult time suffering a lot of anxiety. And just today, after recovering from a skin lesion, uh, having had a leg and skin graft, sorry, not a leg graft, a skin graft from your leg. Apologies, Lisa. Uh, keep up all you do. Well, we certainly will. And I do hope that if you have been having a difficult time, Lisa, with anxiety, that you have downloaded Robin's Peace of Mind, Pathway to Peace of Mind. Um, download. Pathwaytopeaceofmind.com is where you will find it. Uh, Juliet on Instagram says, since watching your lives, I've bought so many lovely items. Oh my goodness, listen to this. Within the last fortnight, I have purchased collagen, a silk pillow, an eye mask, and turban, organic sheets, Studio 10 products, several brackets, etc. Jokes aside, I love your lives. Well, thank you, Juliet. And I'm very, very pleased that you are enjoying little bit of retail therapy. Come on, guys, let's keep the economy going. And don't forget, you can check out all the offers and discounts. Think of the savings over at Liz Loves, which you will find on the Liz Our Wellbeing website if you want to check it out. Uh, this is an anonymous comment actually on Instagram talking about exercise, saying, always brilliant, so much valuable advice. I've started on the squats already. Yes, do love a squat. I've never met a personal trainer or fitness coach who does not love squats. Something we can all do, even if you just start small, then get deeper and do more. But just start, okay? Even if it's just the one, come on, we can do this. Um, and lastly, from Karen on Facebook, who says, this is great. She says, I've been really blown away with the middle age and fitness health advice. And I've noticed a big change in how I'm feeling on the inside. Isn't that great? 
Love that, Karen. The health and fitness advice. Okay, so you think it's all about shaping up and firming up and toning up and slimming down and all of that. And yes, of course, those are beneficial side effects. But what is great is how we feel on the inside. Thanks, Karen. Brilliant. Thank you so much to everyone for connecting. Don't forget that you can leave my team or me a comment on any of our many social media channels. That is Instagram, Twitter, YouTube and the like. You can also email us at hq at Always love feedback. But I will be signing off for now. Next week's Friday Five will come, all being well, from La Bella Italia. So watch this space. And in the meantime, have a great week. Go well. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.